Meanwhile, on Krakoa, Destiny and Rogue talk of manners from the future. Trust me, Rogue. Mutantum dies with Manifold. Your story and his have bisected perfectly. They always have and they always will. Well, then we must tell the X-Men, sugar. Will they understand what must be done for the greater good? I'm not even sure I do, Irene. Nothing you say fucking ever makes sense. I mean, listen, you're the fucking fortune teller, so just tell it. I see kings clashing in white, black after the death of the Red Queen. I see a Jovian bolt from the heavens. I see the stars ripped in half. I hear the poisoning lies of the false captain, his rank, and the fool who speaks the truth will pay the price. Ma, I don't know what any of that means. Can you talk something that makes more sense? There's more. There's more. All right. The sign, the sign says, stay away, fools, because love rules. Tin roof rusted. Ma, mama, is that the fucking B-52? That's Love oh, Shack. Oh, another vision. Oh, no. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. And I see, I see a room, a room, a, a white room with black curtains right, near the cream station. With Eric black roof country. Oh, oh, no. oh another okay. vision, another vision. It's about us, all of us. We all live in a yellow submarine. Okay, yellow now submarine, we're doing the Beatles. And all of our friends are on board. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, Stop oh, it with oh, the music shit. lyrics. Shit, I'm so sorry. My iPod was on shuffle. Bitch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 265 of CBQ Legacy. That's Comic Book Queers. I'm your host, Evil Jeff, and with us, as always, is Brett. Hey, girl. What's going on? Oh, you know me, just doing a podcast, talking about X-Men, talking about movies and TV. Wow. That's amazing. What about you? I think I'm doing the same thing. I'm also going to be talking about X-Men and talking about movies and talking about TV. Well, let's do it together. Oh, awesome. Is there any hot topics that we should discuss? Yes, there's one. Hit that music. We got some hot, we got some hot topics. Yeah. Hot topics. Oh, we don't do that song anymore. It's a different song. So I've got tea, girl. Okay. You have testosterone? Oh. Uh, no, meth. Oh, shit. No, I got tea that I'm about to spill. Um, if you've been online, you've probably seen that. It looks like the winner. This is X-Men news. It looks like the winner of the X-Men vote, the final member of the third lineup of the X-Men, has been inadvertently revealed by Marvel themselves. Oh my God. It's been, they had these out forever. I voted for Dazzler, of course. It was Cannonball, Dazzler, Frenzy, Jubilee, Juggernaut, Prodigy. I voted for Dazzler. Right. Um, I'm sure I did too. Who remembers, honestly? I forgot that it was even a thing. It was so long ago. But there was a preview of a cover, the Hellfire Gala cover. And Jerry Duggan said, ha ha, little does everyone know that underneath this seal, there was like a seal that said the Hellfire Gala. It was like, you know, picture like a sticker on top of the cover of the comic book. Underneath that seal, that Hellfire Gala seal is the character who won the X-Men vote. That same Ah. splash page was then like it was used as like a ghosted image and preview art in the back cover. And you could see who the character is that would have been in that spot. I remember looking at that, but I didn't pay attention. Who was it? And honestly, it's like, it's the character that if you really thought about it for like a second, you knew they were going to win. Who? The Juggernaut. Ugh, boring. That's the most boring one. Boring, the most boring one. But I mean, you know. Because Prodigy, you have Bisexual King. Jubilee, I mean, you have like all the like fun... Generation X references. Frenzy, you get a hot black woman. Actual woman of color. Cannonball, right. he keeps on saying that he's nigh invulnerable. Juggernaut, what is Juggernaut Who doesn't love that? To the table? Nothing. He's not even Nothing. a mutant. 
Not even a mutant. Why was he even part of it? I am enraged. I don't care. I'm sure uh, when that issue comes out, I'm sure we're going to hear from Dazzler in person about what she thinks of it. We damn well better. (laughs) And Juggernaut is a big Dazzler fan. Let's not forget that. That, I mean, that, those two, that run when Dazzler, Longshot, and Psylocke go to Murr Island to train as X-Men because Colossus, Kitty Pride, and Nightcrawler were um, injured um, from, uh, what is it, Mutant Massacre. Rogue was there to help train them. I, that is one of, yeah. that's like yep. one of the first X-Men comics that I fully read. And I was like invested. And like, invested. I was like, I, I was like, she I need said, to read these from now on. She said, get bent, Rogue. Remember when Dazzler said, get bent? <gasps> yeah. I gagged. I don't even know what gagging was at the time. And Juggernaut was such a fan, He had, but then he accidentally killed, he thought he killed her. Luckily, he just buried her fine. under a bunch of rocks so that she wasn't fully, you know, she wasn't buried alive. What an idiot. Like, she just passed out, right? And yeah. he was like, oh my God, she's dead. And he buries her. But luckily, she was like, the rumblings of the river, the tickles of the birds tweeting, the sound is making me stronger. She's like a sound battery. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other news? No, just that I'm surprised that people don't hook Dazzler up to like big machines more, like villains. What do you think? Like a lot of villains would have big machines that they would want Dazzler to power that. Like, I don't know. But she just Purdue turns it into light. Can the light like, then be just, used to be turned into other energy? Yeah, right. Well, Dazzler was once. Uh, I mean, the closest is when uh, Mystique had her put into a coma. And hooked up to machines comatose because she took her personality when she was working under S.H.I.E.L.D. And she took mutant growth hormone out of her. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then Dazzler was so fucked up, she turned all goth for a hot minute. She turned all goth for like a second, and then she joined A-Force. Where they expanded on the fact that she can resurrect. And then never brought it up again. And they still don't. I think it's such an interesting thing to bring up. When Mesurrection's probably going to be off the table shortly. Yeah, and I'm looking at you, Spiral, spill, because I know you're behind it. Oh, Spiral, Destiny, Dazzler, and a sword through a Destiny mask. Those were the times. That was the real stories. And I'm going to bring <laughs> Those this up. Are the real stories. I'm going to bring this up later because I'm going to tell you, I when we talk about movies, I'm going to I watched a bunch of old superhero movies. And it really made me realize how me growing up with X-Men comics where the women are the most powerful. Yeah. It really made me very disappointed how all comics were just about a damsel in distress. And it really started to annoy me after a while. You know, that's why Princess Leia hit when she did. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say hit, hit on her brother because she made out with her twin brother. Oh, I think that's it. Maybe we should just go right into the X-Men. Let's talk about the X-Men comics of the last week. Hit it. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. We have two X-Men comics. Which one should we? We have X-Men and then Before the Fall, uh, The Sinister Four. Which one should we talk about Why don't we talk about X-Men because that's what we based our opening scene on. Yes. I don't know. That's a reason. Okay. I thought you were going to give some huge in-depth reason. No. No, because okay. if you notice right. in that well, scene, got, uh, no, I'm not doing the director's commentary okay. of our opening. Okay. Um, we got the beginning with Cable, which was very anticlimactic. He's like, I'm going to stop them. And he immediately taking gets them captured. Down <sighs> by Moira and Omega Sentinel and Nimrod. Like, they so, just showed up. But here's the thing. Didn't he know he was going up against Nimrod and Moira? Yeah, Tiger? I mean, he's, what was his plan? pretty cocky, right? What was his right. plan? What a fucking idiot. That's that's Kid Cable for you. So they kidnap him. And then we cut to Stasis Destiny. Stasis is there. Uh, oh, Stasis. Yeah. Uh, and then he kind of brings up that they fucked with uh, magic and her teleporting powers. Mm-hmm. Do we, was that happened before? What is that? 
Is that what happened later? What What is that? Yeah, when her powers fritz out. Is that what, when we see that later, is that what he was doing to her? Yep. And I think it's going to be bad. Like, I think it's good. That's going to lead to whatever attack is going to happen on Krakoa. <sighs> so do you, did you read into what Destiny's cryptic clues were? So first, before she does the cryptic clues, a few panels before the ones we acted out so brilliantly earlier, she says, there is a turncoat on the X-Men, a great betrayal that will turn the tide. It must happen so that we may make this weakness a strength. The X-Men will buckle under the weight of the war to come. Is this the Captain Kr- fake Captain Krakoa? I don't I don't know. Is it magic and her powers? Like, is magic going to inadvertently Gray betray? Is it leaving the X-Men? Is it Cyclops being unhappy? What is... Right, is it right. Forge? Is it Colossus? Is it Forge? Forge it, has a moment Or is it Colossus? Because he is betraying. Right. Is this where Colossus is, finally comes through? Is it Firestar for some reason? Oh, oh, is it um, Talon, old, older X-23? Because, you know, the vault. Is it Darwin? It's so, it's oh, so many possibilities. Also, isn't Kitty Pride the Red Queen? Yes. So is that is the death of the Red Queen more metaphorical? Like, you know she's going to become Shadow Cat again. I mean, do, I mean, you know what my mom calls the death of the Red Queen? Menopause. A period? Yeah, menopause. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, off with its head. It's- Okay, I see a Jovian bolt from the heavens. I see the stars ripped in half. I a Jovian hear- bolt is like uh, like Zeus's lightning, right? Yeah. <sighs> I hear that's probably some like orcus. The fool who speaks laser. the truth will pay the price. What is that? That's like that feels like very the trope of like one person has caught on and like knows what's about to happen, but nobody will believe them like Cassandra. Huh? Or Sydney Prescott in scream Two. <laughs> um, or, yeah, I guess we'll find out. I guess it's not like it's going to be that long. We're going to find out soon. No. Nope. Yeah. I think hellfire gala is the end of this month, right? Yeah. Hello. And then we have Pogger Pog, Pog your fight, Pog, which is what I mean. Just because you got to bring back Pog your Pog. That's the only reason it's Pog your Pog. Which nothing that interesting is going on with it. No, but it we do see Jean Grey and Cyclops have a convo, and Jean Grey is leaving the X Men. She is leaving the X Men. So Jean Grey, she left X Force. She left the council. Now she's leaving the X-Force. Jean Grey is a fucking quitter. What Listen, is her deal? I don't know. She, I, like, there's something, I don't know. We don't know what's up with her. And you it's think it's leading to her... brood fight. You think it's leading to her getting, getting her Phoenix powers back. I do? I do. So ooh. also, we also find out Cyclops has never been to Mars. How about that? I actually, I actually found this very interesting that Cyclops is like, I hate it about Araco. I've always hated it. Yeah. And it's not about like Jean. She phrased it stupidly. She's like, you didn't see the planet I helped make. Like, it's not about that. Like, he's not proud of Araco. He's proud of the treehouse. And that's obvious, but it's also obvious he's not. Proud but he of just Morocco, feels like we just big. created a place that the humans are going to exile us to. He said it's isolationism, Mama, and we've always been about integrationism. Well, sort of. I mean, I'm like, well, let's talk to Cyclops from Wolverine Utopia. and the X Men time. Yeah, you were kind of not on that page, so everybody's kind of flipping the scripts of ideologies. He's like, we're saying, we're even saying we don't belong here. We're yeah. saying it. I, I, I don't know. And then we have uh, Polaris, who's like, dad is dead, <gasps> oh, and she's all depressed. I'm sorry. This was so iconic for me that Polaris said, I'm sorry I'm having a tough time. I'm sorry I'm like this. That just hit me. I loved it. Well, you also have to remember, Polaris has a history 
of mental problems. Mental illness. Yeah. Like she, she, she's hanging on by a thread. I love that Jean was like, I have to go see our wounded friend. And she meant Polaris. Yeah. Like not somebody with like a, like a physical injury. And she still referred to her as the wounded friend. I mean, yeah, like, you know, say what you want about Jean. She's great. But what the hell? And then we get to Sunfire and Magic, where they're going to go save uh, the girl from Ten of Swords who got locked in Jarvis's um, Mad World Market. Red Root. Because she's like the voice of Arako. You know, she's like the cypher. Yeah. The Douglas. She's important. I will say this artist, I wish he did a better job of making Sunfire look Asian. He just looked yeah. like a white dude, especially like in the guy. end when it like cuts to the future where he's on Otherworld. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he just looks like some white, like it looks, looks like, like Craven his, the Hunter. And his hair's even brown. I'm just like, uh, let's make him look Japanese. Well, How about yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's not that hard. Yeah. Coloring. Yeah. 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 Oh, but she's so cute. Look at little Red Root, like attached to his chest. Very similar to, uh, it reminds me a lot of um, Forge um, and uh, Caliban. Yeah. But yeah, it says but that's looks... going to be continued in X-Men Unlimited. In Unlimited, I which, to, by the way, I've been read reading, that. girl. I've can been you, reading it. Can you help me out? Because there's I've so many. I've read the many... whole Nature Girl shit, girl. You need to tell me which issues, because I read girl. the part, beginning of it, but then it went to Deadpool. Then it went to you like, can, Wolverine. You I... can just tell You can tell by the covers. Like okay. That's what I did. I just looked at the thumbnail covers. Because I just like, want oh, to read the X-Men Green stuff. I don't want to read the Deadpool stuff. So I've been, I actually have it opened on my desktop, but I was like, ugh. This is boring. Which issues are it? Because there's like 70. So I'm like going through being like, you have to look at the covers. Are... Yeah. Okay. And then be like, oh, this is part two. Okay. Let me read the one before it. Okay. Now we're I've read Nature part Girl story. one of nature girl story. She's batshit. Yo, she's yeah. evil. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking killing she's crazy. people. She's killed someone because they like were selling plastic bags. It's crazy. But there's a reason that she's crazy. Yeah. Oh, because she has an animal brain? No, because that other character curse oh, cursed her. cursing her. her. Oh, no. Yeah. And then curse died trying to remove the curse. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to read that. That part's really fun. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I read there's like a story about like a bunch of trans mutants with Jubilee. That was kind of fun. Like every once in a while, there is like a fun little story. Right now, it's the it's Lila, Layla Miller and Jamie Madrox and their kid. And the Fantastic Four. That's the story right now. Isn't a strong guy in that too? I don't know. I saw I one where it. his Matrox and strong guy were in an unlimited one. I have to go. Through oh, yeah. there was another unlimited one that was all about Marrow and Feral. And guess what? Lesbians. I couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck. I hate both of those characters. Well, they're happily coupled. Or happily scissoring that's right all right let's Careful. uh let's go into uh sinister four let's do it before the fall sinister four really just two so we found out in a previous x-men issue that uh the fourth sinister which they keep talking about clones but she's not a clone of sinister she's a clone of rebecca sinister rebecca X. And I thought it was her body, but she still had the memories of Sinister. But it no. seems like she has the memories of Rebecca. She's Rebecca. So I find that interesting. And so it looks like it, we'd always, it's just the old Nathaniel X. He ended up dying, but he made the four Sinisters. And so he yep. wanted Mr. Sinister, the faggot, to go after the X, to study the, the X-Men. Faggot, the mutant faggot. Um, Orbis Stellaris is studying uh, the cosmos. Like space. Yeah. Rebecca's studying magic. And then Dr. Stasis is studying post humanity. Machinery. Machinery. Yeah. Um, to kind of like conquer it all. And we know that a sinister becomes a dominion. Does that mean does that not count Rebecca? Do we know a sinister becomes a dominion? Or is it just one of the clones? They, I felt like it was saying like one, is it just one of the clones becomes it? Or if is it is it one of the Nathaniel Essex clones? Does that automatically, we know it's not Sinister. We don't sinister. know who it is. I mean, it seems obvious like, that it's it could be, Orbis Stellaris. It could be Douglas Ramsey for all we know. But, but doesn't it need to be a Sinister person? Does it? 
I thought it was Maybe. like a sinister does. It was like a thing only they could do. I thought it was like a sinister does become Dominion, but it's not you. Not you. We'll see. Well, I guess we shall see. But basically, Dr. Stasis is still got a hard on boner for Mother Righteous. Yes. And she's like, hey, we're different people now. We've lived like like they've lived a longer life without each other. And admittedly, this sinister, the club sinister, uh, Dr. Stasis, he seems to be the closest to the original Nathaniel Essex. And it is. It's in his name. Dr. Stasis. His whole thing is he wants to keep everything the same, which is why he kept recreating his family, trying to recreate her. He wants to bring his marriage back, all of that stuff. Yeah. But know what else he brought back? 19th century misogyny. Oh, sure. Because. Obey. Because he's also doing a bit of a crisscross double cross because he's like, oh, but she's my wife. And so she, you know, I'm doing everything for her, but I'm not doing everything she wants because she needs to obey. I'm like, gross. She needs to remember her place. I'm like, ugh. even, you know, you know, who would be so disgusted by that? Our good old diamond head, Mr. Sinister. Yeah. And here's the thing is Club Sinister, they were basically telling each other their stories. And then they were kind of like, oh, I didn't realize that there was another Sinister until 10 years ago, Mother Righteous said. And Stasis was like, well, I've known forever. And then she's like, well, I've known about um, Orbis Stellaris. And he's like, what, who? And he's like, who? But then it turns out he's like, oh, I've been keeping that. She didn't suspect a thing. I'm like, she fucking... I think she she knows so he knows Orbis Solaris. It's basically that episode of Friends. It's like they don't know. We know. We know. We know. We know. Like it's that thing. Like she knows. Two plus one plus two plus one. Yeah. Like she's like pretending she doesn't know, but she knows. Like it's it's all double crosses, and I lo- I'm oh, here yeah. for it. I'm living for I'm it. For I it. love it. Um, but how about the like what I'm kind of not here for, but I don't care. It's fine. Is the don't you? We've been characters in the Marvel universe all along. Doctor Stasis being there for. Captain America's origin um, for Dr. Banner's origin for Peter Parker's origin. <laughs> like yeah. Mother Righteous being there for Apocalypse with Billy and Tommy, like with Belasco. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. We're validating these characters. We get it. Um, I did not mind that. Uh, that. That bothered you? No, it didn't bother me. I think it elicited a little bit of an eye roll, but. I understand that we need to give these villains heft yeah, for what's about to come. Also, them being part of that doesn't change. It's not retconning or changing anything huge. It's just no. saying they had a little hand in it, which I think is kind of cute. But it's a little Nikki and Paolo. Yeah, but that means both of them are going to be buried alive. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. And then, um, I don't know, they're like, oh, we're kind of in love. We're kind of not. Okay, let's go make us gravestone for our old family. Aye, aye, aye. I know. Creepy. Talk about a bad first creepy date. Creepy and like not hot. But what like, about took me right out of the mood. But then there is this book uh, that I mean, the, the book she gave him where it's where it kind of says everything that's happening, the soul histories of the everyone's souls or whatever. And a lot of stuff yeah. is blacked out. Did you have any thoughts no. on what's blacked no idea. out? Okay. No, I, I don't know. I bet we will find out. We will find out. But then we also find out what Mother Righteous can do and what Mother Righteous did. So those little like balls of light that are like strung up like balloons around her. She they're little forgotten gods and she can use them to open portals into the underworld. Well, She could like, I guess, whatever they represented, because it was like a death god that she plucked off of herself and used to open a portal to the underworld, she gets into a fight with, you know, the River Sticks guy. And then she brings Celine back from the dead. And Celine already showed up in Immortal X-Men, so this is right? How, so this is, this is, this is how, how she showed we got up. Celine back. And are you serious? She goes, kiss, kiss for the entertainment of eternal yeah. Celine. <laughs> Do you think there was any... When they were like, what would you have named yes. your daughter? And she said Morgan. And then there's Morgan Le Fay. Was there anything with that? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I was like, why Morgan? Is that, should I 
have a reaction? Kiss. <laughs> Kiss for the entertainment of eternal Celine. Kiss. Anyway, I'm digging the Sinister right. Four. I think they're some of it's the great. funnest. I think they're some they're of the fun, funnest villains They're weird. They're dangerous. They're scary. They're threatening. But that's the other thing is Colossus is working with getting Celine. He helped get Celine on there. So is Mikhail, his brother, is he part of Orcus? I can't I remember. think he's just interested in their downfall as well. Okay. But maybe Orcus is reaching out to everybody. And then we have Orbis Dolores is in cahoots with Dr. Stasis. I also am interested, I think what a lot of this is going to lead to, which is so funny I'm wondering if any of this, and I kind of want this, and I know you. I wonder you might hate this idea. No, I think all this is leading to a redemption arc for Mister Sinister. Not a full redemption arc, but I think after him seeing a whole future where him being evil just led to everything being horrible, I think he's in the pit now, being like, "Yeah, I, none of that worked." You think he got Ebenezer Scrooged? I'm wondering. And I think they might have to rely on Mr. Sinister to fight Orbis Stellaris and Mother Righteous and Dr. Stasis. Thank you, Spinach. And, oh, and, who, and who's going to win? Always bet on the faggot. Always bet on the faggot. We fight, dirty bitch. We've had to fight our whole lives. Yes. All right. He's so gay. He made a gaggle of Scott naked Scott Summerses to have sex with. I am that gay as well, but I don't have the means. Uh, speaking of having sex with people, I think that might segue into a movie I want to talk about. Let's talk about it. Hit the music. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. I saw some movies. We're talking about movies and TV shows. That's right. Related bitch. to the genre, of course. Um, I saw the movie Joyride. Joyride. I want to see that. It's super fun. I love Ashley Park. Yes. Yes. She's she's great. And Stephanie Sue, Oscar nominee, Sherry Cola, who I watched in um what's it called? Um uh, Fuck, it was, I, I can't remember, but it was basically one of those uh, TV shows with a bunch of like LA kids living in a, living in downtown LA trying to make it. And she played yeah. like a lesbian. Um, okay. And then, uh, so the fourth one is Sabrina Wu, who was a standup and she kind of was a breakout star for me. She was hilarious. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, this movie, I liked it. This movie is sold on how good the cast is and their chemistry. I felt it was a little short on the jokes. I wanted a little more, like the parts that were funny, I laughed out loud and it was great. Yeah. But then there was just a lot of then like, oh, let's talk about our trauma and stuff. And I'm like, oh, get back to like- Yeah, no, give me a joke a minute. Get back to sticking drugs up your pussy. Like it went from, it was was really, really, really raunchy. And I love that. There's also a scene where all of them, they meet up with a Chinese uh, basketball team and they all just like, fuck different people. Oh my God. And the guys are so hot. Ashley Park has a threesome with Chris Pang, who I believe he was in crazy. He was the friend in crazy rich Asians. And then there's an Indian and then there's an Indian guy who doesn't speak English and she fucking has a threesome with them. They're so hot. And then Alexander Hodge, who played, he was on Insecure as um, okay. one of the characters' yeah. boyfriends. He's he's so hot. And then there's a guy named um, Desmond. I don't know how to say his last name. Chiam. He's in a he's in a TV show right now called With Love that stars um, Vincent Rodriguez, Josh Chan from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yes. Um and he's topless all the time. And this guy so cute. I- insane. First of all, Josh Chan from Crazy Ex Girlfriend, his body is out Ugh. of control right now. Like right now, his body 
it's out of control and saying hi. Right now? Yes. Like if you follow, I follow him on TikTok. Like follow him on TikTok and he's basically just topless doing dances. It's out of control. But this guy Desmond, who's in the movie as one of the love interests, he's in that show too, always topless. And in this movie, he's always topless. And the one thing I love about this movie is it's just... You know, like Porky's and all those old 80s movies where the girl with big tits comes in and it's like yeah. slow motion. And the guys are like, whoa. Ooh. It's all of that, but reversed with the girls yeah, and amazing. the guys just topless and their pecs bouncing. And like, oh, I loved it. Love that. Oh, and it also finally has, um, the guy speaking of Lost, it has um, what's his name from Lost? Um Hurley, Sawyer, Jin, Jack. Jin, Jin from Lost. Nice. Um, Daniel Day Kim. Daniel Day Kim. Jesus Christ, how can I forget his name? Daniel Day Kim is in it. There's just a lot of sexiness. It's really fun. It's not like the best movie ever, ever, but it's super cute and super funny. And I thought it was great. It's a fun time. It's a fun time. So Fantastic. everyone go see it. Yay. Hey. I saw The Flash. All right. We can finally talk okay. about it. What did you think? I like, I agree with you that it started out great and then it just got progressively more meh as it went. I felt like me. it just, they just, it just, they, they blew their wad. They needed to like, get, just get to it. If they just, yeah. I feel like they just ended it. They just shortened the ending, the second act. I think it wouldn't have lost the steam that it did. Yeah, I agree. It definitely lost steam. Ezra Miller was fantastic. Ezra Miller carried it. It was so good. What a shame. Yeah. Bye, Ezra Miller. They are done. Michael Keaton, great to see. Whatever. It was great to see. But they kept doing moments where he would just, it would just be like a a zoom in on him and then he would say a line from Batman. I know. Like he was like a walking catchphrase. And you're like, Like, okay, like we need that once, but the third time you're like, cut it out. Stop it. When he said, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Like it was, it was a, I don't know. It was a provocation of the Joker. It it wasn't like a catchphrase. Yeah. (laughs) It was a provocation of the Joker in the exact context in which he said it. Yeah. Um, Um, Supergirl Supergirl was great, but then she's she's dead and she doesn't exist. And then, right, right, right. Uh, And then the ending spoiler. The ending was hilarious. Because Bruce the twist Wayne at the comes end with Bruce Wayne is George fucking Clooney. That was great. That was great. That was great. Of course, like my mind got carried away because I heard there was a bunch of cameos. Little did I know it was just a rapid fire of CGI cameos at the end. I was like, oh, these are the cameos. Yeah. Like I really thought we were going to get like Michelle Pfeiffer, well, Selena Kyle, well, most or like of the Chris cameos, O'Donnell. Robin. Well, half of the people are dead. You can't do Christopher Reeves. Yeah, I didn't know it was him. And Helen Slater and mm-hmm. Nick Cage, Superman. Oh, my God. Tim Burton, Superman. Yeah. So good. I mean, like, it was fun. It wasn't so good. It was fun. But it started really strong and really enjoyable. And him is the 30-year-old. Him is the 18-year-old. I'm sorry. Them is the 30-year-old. Them is the 18-year-old. It's great. Well, you're talking about the character, so you can say he. Yes. Barry. It was great. Yeah, so it's interesting, but it flopped, and so... And so, and I think the reason it flopped is Ezra, and it's just, it's like the last huffs and puffs of a bygone era. And and I think that's the thing. With these movies, the marketing has to be long and clever, and I think that's where it's like, this Barbie movie is going to be a huge hit, because they've been marketing it for a year, and everyone is just dying to see it. No All the cross-promotions. Yeah, no one was dying to see The Flash. People don't realize how much... Right now, if you aren't on a huge marketing campaign, no one is going to see your shit. Because yeah. it's not like Hype the world where you're like, there's nothing to do. I can either watch a movie or I can watch ABC, CBS, or NBC. We do not live in that world anymore. There no. is a million places for people to watch stuff. So unless you are going on everything of social media to catch someone's attention, people aren't just going to pay attention to it. You have to make it an event. Which I know very well because I have a lot of difficulty having people watch my shows on WoW Presents Plus. Please watch Why Please Are subscribe. Humans on WoW Presents Plus. Please watch Why Are Humans. <laughs> oh, wow people are like, like, does anybody know I made an entire animated series? No. Hello? Because I don't have a million dollar marketing campaign. 
Anyway. But but you have a dedicated audience. <sighs> and do. you're telling them about it now. I do. Except sometimes that dedicated audience, they only like me doing, uh, did I tell you that where I had a, a follower on my Instagram wrote where I was like, here's my new animated show. Watch it. And he goes, this is the worst piece of shit. Stop doing other things that you want to do and just do, uh, oh. <laughs> following me. Fuck you. Commenting that where I would read it on my personal Instagram. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks. The internet was a mistake. Thanks for uh, ruining my day. <laughs> Thanks, ass. Don't read I love how it's just like, stop trying to be creative. Stop trying to, to satisfy your inner I soul. Like, I like only the things I like. Yeah. And Although, I have but then. No tolerance and for I'll tell you this else. I feel the same way. Bjork is like, I'm doing a new album about this. And I'm like, no, bitch, just do your. Just Shut up, bitch. Do the old stuff with the violins. PJ Harvey, yes. who I love, is like, I really want to explore and make an album that sounds different from it. No, make no. it sound just like all of the good albums. But you know what I don't do? I don't go on their Instagram accounts and say that to them. You're right. Keep it to yourself. Oh, people today, they love to do that. Anyway, Flash. They love to tag a comic book creator and be like, this sucks at... Yeah, I mean, Matthew although, Rosenberg. I mean, technically we are, because technically we will say not nice things about comics. But we're not like, but we we're not call fucking. We're not tweeting out being like, hey, at this writer, we trashed your work. Go look We're not up. like, let's let's call Anne Nocenti right now and tell her what a stupid hack she is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Anne Nocenti is a stupid hack. No, of course not. She's a, She's an American treasure. What other movies? Is there any other movies? Um, have you been watching the new Black Mirror at all? I have not. I recommend. Here's the uh, deal. The f- there's five episodes, six episodes. This My season? problem with Black Mirror is watching a movie where it's like, we're going to imagine a world where technology has made everything awful. It works when the world is kind of fun and cool, but when the world is oh. horrible and awful, it's kind of like, you know, this is kind of how it is. Oh God. You know then what I mean? Just watch Hang the DJ. <laughs> no, that's just watch San Junipero. No, that's what I'm saying. I like more San Junipero stuff. And a lot yeah. of times they were just getting too depressing for me. Well, you're not getting that this <laughs> season. How is it? I heard uh, Jonah's awful is good. Jonah's Awful is incredible. It's incredible. It's so engaging from the start. And Annie Murphy is so good. And it's, I have to hand it to, I've only seen the first two episodes of this season, this new one of Black Mirror. The twists and like changes in direction of these first two episodes. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Incredible. I did watch one. Which one? I watched the 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 I the murder mystery Irish was it Lock Ireland Henry? Scottish? I watched oh, that one. Oh my god! Why didn't you tell me? I watched that one too. I forgot it because I didn't think it was that good. Oh my god! It was crazy. I know what it was. I guessed who the killer was like immediately. Oh my god! I I screamed. Oh no! I, I guessed screamed. it. I screamed. So I, I was screamed. disappointed, and I remember. Oh my god! It was so weird <laughs> when she came in like woo! I was like what is no it was one of those ones where i mean we're giving shit away but we spoil everything so be warned but it was basically they kept cutting to the guy who's the gay guy from four weddings and a funeral and it was like i think someone i think it was one of jonah's brother and they're like oh i guess he's the killer and then i'm like oh it's they're they're concentrating on him too much it's probably the mom and then the fucking the mom <laughs> shows up and i'm like oh jesus christ oh jesus christ she went woo <laughs> oh no no um, yeah, watch Jonah's Awful. It's fantastic. Okay. What's your, like, I don't know how heavy into Black Mirror you've been, but, like, do you have, like, a favorite? Is it San Junipero? San Junipero is on another, a completely other level. I really love the Star Trek one. Oh, S.S. Callister, yeah. S.S. Callister, and then pretty much everything else I did not really like that much. Okay. I'm big fan of Hang the DJ, the one where the couple realizes at the end that they're like one simulation in a dating app yeah i did not like that i love that one i love it and i love the be right back the Haley outwell 
The which one? Haley Otwell, when she her boyfriend um, gets in the car accident, and she gets the android version of him. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think I saw that one. Oh, I loved it. But there's ones that I hate, like the first one where the president, like the prime minister, oh, has to one. fuck a pig. I yeah, but that's like a pr- it's shit. like the premise for the whole show. Ugh. I actually hated the um um Daniel Kayula. K- uh, K- oh yeah, that because those are depressing. Because it was like so them. depressing. Oh, like, um, what was the one where the girls being chased around and tortured? Oh, white bear. White bear, and then that it turns out good. she's like has her memory she's wiped every time, and she's like a pedophile. I, I, I no, I just it's just not. I love it. I just too depressing for me. Oh, I love it. You know what? This season though, there's been a big shift in that it's not really, and you probably picked up on this when you watched Lock Henry. It's not about technology this season anymore. It's about content, right? And so Joan is awful. Is is it's yes, it's about technology. It's more about content and like our relationship to content. Content. Content is king. We're talking about content. You want to talk about secret invasion? Yes. What are you thinking? How are you feeling about this show so far? You're bored. Yeah. Yeah. I like even then it's they treat everything so anticlimactically. I mean, let's go through it. I, I mean, you know what I'm talking like fucking I mean, unless her human character comes back, uh Daenerys is dead. Okay. No, she's not. You don't think she's dead? I guarantee you she's not dead. Or do you think just the humans coming back? But do you she fucking anytime, like, shot up? Anytime somebody says, look me in the eye when you shoot me, it means they're wearing a vest. When he was oh. like, turn around, she goes, No, you're gonna look me in the eye. I was like, vest. All right. Maybe that's that, why I or, felt anticlimactic. Go or ahead. she gave herself extremist powers. Oh, is she a super scroll? Because she was sneaking. She was sneaking around that is lab. Is she the first super scroll? Well, he's got it too. He demonstrated the ext- extremist powers. Gravik, the villain. Right. And so, are these? Wait, what's the extremists? It's the um from Iron Man three. It's where like the people could get really hot and really strong. Oh right, 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 right. Who was the it's, it's who actually, was the bad guy? Who was he? Who was the um, bad guy in it, that? It was a uh, guy Pierce. Right. Um, I want them to do, cause you know who the first super scroll is. He can't like his powers. He can Oh, stretch. Fantastic Four. He can turn invisible. He can turn to rocks and he can turn to fire. I want that. Yeah, but you're getting that. Didn't you, don't you see? Yeah. It's so genius what they did. They're using extremists for Human Torch, Groot for Mr. Fantastic, Cull Obsidian for The Thing. And the frost beast for the invisible woman. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. It's gonna be the same power. Oh, that is smart. Okay, I. Yeah. That's the first thing I'll be like. I like that. I didn't put that together, but you're right. That's brilliant. It's great. I of course love the show because I just I I don't mind people talking. I don't like. I don't mind people in dark rooms talking. And. Sam Jackson, I think, is doing such a good job. Don Cheadle is doing such a good job. They're all doing such good jobs. The acting, the performing, it's good. I'm still just... I, I was reading up on... Uh, I was like, who were the Skrulls in the secret in the comic book Secret Invasion? And that one, it was like... There's a lot of them. The head lady Skrull. What's the head lady Skrull's name? What's her name? What was like Varunky? Um... But she became Spider Queen, Woman. Queen Veronki. She was yeah. Spider Woman. She became Spider Woman. Jarvis yep. was a fucking scrawl. Yeah. Mockingbird came back Mockingbird. to life. Yeah. Um, it turned Electra was a scrawl. Yep. She and she was the one that revealed the the secret invasion when they found her. Yes. So that's where it's like there, there was just all these twists and turns, and they're like, we don't know. It could be anyone. And I guess the other thing, it seems like these scrawls. Are I, they're acting like, and they're not. They're acting like they're stuck in that form. So there's a lot of times where they're like, just turn into another person. Yeah, but I think they are getting stuck because they showed, like, I think there are. But scrolls what's the that same? The been... head, the head guy who's like friends with. Uh, what's the main scroll who's on the good? Talos. Talos keeps changing into different people. 
yeah, but these other scrolls who are forced to like not change and just be the same person all the time and just be deep undercover, like they map their brain on one person. It feels like they're forgetting that they're scrolls because that guy, he was like, don't kill my son. And he like did anything Nick Fury wanted because he had not your son, scroll. <laughs> like that's not your son. But he was like, please don't touch my, don't hurt my son. So he had an emotional connection to that kid. Even though he's yeah. a scroll, so I feel like they're they are. I like forget too because I remember I was like, "Wow, you just killed his dad!" And then I'm like, "Oh wait, that was the scroll. His dad's still alive." Because they literally went to the thing to pull the information out of his head. Yeah. Um, but is Samuel J- Jackson's uh, is uh, Nick Fury is his wife? Which side is she on? Oh, she's on Gravik's side, probably, but. Do you know whose voice that was on the phone at the end where he was like, she's like, I want to talk to Gravik. He's like, you're not talking to Gravik. You're talking to me now. Who was it? It was Don Cheadle. Is he a scrawl then? Yes. See, get to this sooner. That's the juice. That's well, the it, juicy it'll stuff. Reveal, it'll reveal next episode. If they gave it away by voice at the end of last episode, they'll give it away like visually. Okay. See, that's interesting. I also liked, I liked that they subtly brought it up where she's like, you fucking left. I don't know. And you realize like, Oh, they're not, even though they're married, they're not really on the same side. Are they interesting? Um, very interesting, especially, yeah. Cause he abandoned her. Yeah. Also, there's a theory going around that there are actually two Nick Furies walking around. There's the Nick Fury who wears, the Nick Fury who wears the glasses and the Nick Fury who does not. Oh, see, this all could be interesting. Yeah, I like. I think a lot of cool you shit get is to going it. to come out. Yeah, and like the my th- if if it is two Nick Furies, I've always said like Talos being like my wife Soren died. Hey Gaia, your mom, she's dead. I'm like, no, she's not. Like really? Oh, she died. They killed her. No details, like nothing. Yeah. She's so alive. But you think Maria but you think second, Maria's dead. I think Maria's dead. But I think that Soren is probably the second Nick Fury walking around. But here's the thing. You think Maria's dead. Who's the only person that saw her body? Nick. No, because she was he oh. had to leave. It was fucking Don Cheadle was like, Do you know what I had to do to get her body? Oh. And right. he's a scrawl? They could have brought her back. So we'll see. And then mapped her. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I hope like, I just really hope it gets crazy. Yeah, better. Come on, get crazy. Speaking of, I want to talk about, I've been on a binge for my work. I'm working and doing some movie parody stuff. So I've had to watch a bunch of movies and I had to watch Spider-Man. I'm doing like a movie parody Spider-Man thing for you know, spoilers for drag, some drag queen stuff. And so I decided to watch all the Spider-Man movies, but that led down to a rabbit hole where me and Joe started watching the first Superman movie, the second Superman oh movie. Oh my God. We watched the first Batman movie. Oh, and I then we watched for you. We watched all three Spider-Man movies and then the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. Oh my God, ew. And Spider-Man, here's the plot of Spider-Man. Every plot of Spider-Man is... Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I have a girl I really like. I think that girl should go and get up on a high building or a high bridge. Oh no, a bad guy blows something up and now she's dangling from that high building or that high bridge and I need to use my web powers to save her from falling to her death. Everybody is falling to their death throughout all oh, the Spider-Man movies. should be called, oh no, she's dangling. Yes, it's, it's literally, oh no, I'm dangling. And oh no, I'm dangling. And when you watch it all back to back, you're like, oh wow, this is very repetitive. I will tell you this. The Superman, we forget what pacing is like. Clark Kent does not show up for like 45 fucking minutes. In the original. Like Richard Clark Kent with the glasses as Christopher oh, Reeves. Amazing. Christopher Reeves does not show up. No. Because you're at Smallville for a long time. No, and you're on fucking, what's his home planet And you're on called? Krypton. You're on Krypton. It's blowing up. Fucking Marlon, Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando's putting babies in rockets. It's so long and drawn out. And I'm like, oh, they just made movies different back then. It's like. They did. 
you're so used to like get to the action. No, but even you gotta, this, you got to hear the president talk first. Margot Kidder as fucking God, I love her as fucking Lois Lane. You have big shoes to fill, Rachel Brosnahan. No, you know Margot Kidder. She's terrible. And no, not, she's not. She's no, great. The, the actress is fine. The character. Oh, Lois Lane in the original is terrible. All she does. Oh, she's so nosy. Part two. There's a nuclear bomb in the Eiffel Tower, which I'm like, I love that that was written into a script anywhere. This is the most cheesiest thing ever. Nuclear bomb on the Eiffel Tower in the elevator. She yep. says some bad French to a cop, sneaks past it, and gets into an elevator underneath the bomb to get yep. the story. Yep, to get and the story. And then her scoop. purse gets caught, and she yep. can't get out, and she's stuck in the elevator. I was like, what is, okay, let's see, what was your plan? She's an idiot. She, to get the scoop. She then thinks Clark Kent is Superman. So she jumps. Oh, yeah. She jumps. Into Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. And Clark Kent refuses to change to Superman and just decides to let her drown. This movie is wild. It's and wild. Doesn't also, he like, he eye beams like a piece of wood so that she can yes, grab it? But here's the thing. This also, it also just shows you how parenting is different. There's a part where the kid is hanging over. Oh, yeah. The thing being like, mommy, look at me. And the kids are like, ha ha, anyway. And then he just falls. I'm just like, CPS, call CPS. Now there's a giant curved (laughs) fence. You can't can't do that. Also, the powers in Superman, limitless. Oh, how about when he pulls his S off of his thing and it's a giant sticker that curls up that one dude. And then vanishes. How how about he he teleports? In part, he teleports. When when did that happen? Also, did, wait, wait, wait. Oh, when did he? He also flew around the earth backwards the earth. and rewound time. Rewound time. And to add that, he can also kiss someone and, they and remove all of their memories that he was Superman. It made so many powers. No, but back then they're like, he's so, Superman. He's Superman. Which, he can do anything. Which. Did you watch the the director's cut of two, like with the one with like their audition scene spliced in there? Because it's phenomenal. No. You should have. Well, that wasn't what was available. On it's a totally different movie. They made the movie silly. They cut out key scenes and made the movie silly. No, they this, brought they in the a scenes new. Back oh, in. Oh, like, oh, so the that one. Totally different. I should watch that because I because there were scenes and Joe was like, oh, this director kept adding jokes like there's yeah. one where they're blowing the be- like um terrence stamp is you know um uh, zod which is so weird seeing the terrence zap zod and then the flash had general and zod. Then the michael shannon You're like, zod. talk yeah. about different zods but they're blowing everyone away and everybody's falling and there's a scene where a guy's in a telephone booth and he's being the telephone oh, yeah. booth is being, and he won't get off the phone he's, he's like, like yeah oh yeah. what <laughs> what hold on a second i was like, hilarious the tone is so <laughs> wild yeah, or when he's like, a girl? I thought you said a curl. I was like, is that even a joke? It's, like when they see her for the first time in the movie. And also, Gene Hackman, let him be bald. He's bald, and then he's not bald, and then he keeps putting a wig. Oh, I'm wearing a wig. Stop it. I do love, I will say, Ned Beatty as, what's, uh, 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 I forget his name, but also, what is it? Valerie Perrine is Miss Tessmacher. Miss Tessmacher. Yeah. I love her. Wasn't Parker Posey Miss Tessmacher in, in the remake? Yes. Which I is supposed to take place character. after part two. Oh, fuck that movie. Anyway, I... It took uh, Cyclops out of X-Men 3. I'm sorry. But then I decided How? to watch Batman. Yeah, let's go there. It's another one where Batman is an amazing movie. But I was rewatching it going, oh, wow. Pacing is different in the 80s. It's a fucking slow burn. It's like a half an hour before you see Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, But it's still brilliant. Jack Nicholson is brilliant. Michael, Kim Basinger is also Kim Basinger. Yeah. And then we have Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which I really think is fun. And then they progressively get more and more ridiculous as they part two and part three. Part two is my favorite. Uh, part two is great too. Part three 
It's just makes nonsense. No it's sense. A, oh, it's a pish posh hodgepodge. Literally, James Franco's character, Harry, he Why are we doing decides, it? oh, my dad was the serial. He's like, Spider-Man killed my dad. And then he realizes, oh, Spider-Man killed my dad because he was the, the Green Goblin serial killer. You would think you would go, oh, he killed him because he was a bad guy serial killer. No, he's like, oh, I'm going to get in the Green Goblin outfit and then try to kill Spider-Man. And then he like You're tries like, That's to- That's you took this? And so then he tries to then, he forces- he tries to then fuck Mary Jane again. And then he kidnaps her and forces her to break up with him. It was like, it's, it's so weird. So random. And then Topher Grace is Venom. Which is so oh my strange. God. How did that even happen? I guess they just wanted an anti Toby. But, and then Toby becomes emo. Like a mirror. He When the venom takes him over, he gets emo. Oh my and whenever God, when he, he has the suit on, he has the emo cut with the hair over yeah, his Yeah, like one the eye. emo lesbian hair. <laughs> it is. That part I thought, I'm like, okay, this is kind of hilarious. There's like dance numbers and stuff. I was yeah. like, this is out of control. Yeah, um, it's unhinged. I will say this. I had to stop watching it because I thought it was so bad the first time it came out back in 2007. This time I watch it and I was like, this, I was kind oh. of laughing. I was like, after watching Superman, this is brilliant. <laughs> I'll watch Spider-Man 3 anytime it's on. But, uh, but the thing that I remembered is that I grew up, as I said before, I grew up with the X-Men. The women were the powerhouses. And that's where I th- just, and watching this, every movie was Kim Basinger getting in trouble and he had to save her. Or then it was Lois Lane getting in trouble. We have to save her. Mary Jane yeah. getting in Mary trouble. Jane. We have to save her. Gwen these Stacey. women were just fodder for these two, the villain and the hero to fight. That's the formula. And it's so boring because the Stale. women are just sitting there screaming. Ah! Like, it's and like so getting themselves stupid. into predicaments, like doing things. And like in the new Marvel never... stuff, that's not really what's going on anymore. No. They kind of play no around damsels. that. I mean, in a weird way, it was like, sure, Aquafina is a bit of a damsel because she doesn't have but powers. But she picks up in bow and arrow. Exactly. It's it's like they 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 kind of know how to write it now. But that's the thing is like, but back then in the seventies and eighties, reading the X Men, no, the women were the leaders. The women were the, the most powerful. X Men was a woman. The best leader of the X Men was a woman. The women were equals. And I, that's what I grew up with. And that's what I expected. So I find this and just watching that was like, that's the formula. I hate it. I yeah. hate it. Yep. You're enlightened. We're enlightened because we read the X-Men. Exactly. Oh, it's so stale to have damn. I'll save you. Yeah. Everything I do is motivated by whether this woman lives or dies. Me as a faggot who doesn't give a shit about women. No, I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. I would fucking just put a bullet in the woman's head immediately. Like, all right, now what? Now what? And then they'd be like, "Uh uh-oh, it's refrigeration. I guess this is the beginning of the movie where the woman is just killed. Maria Hill can't be dead because then she would be refrigerated. Yeah. I want to She's do a movie. Dead. I want to do a movie where all the women are killed in a refrigerator in the beginning, and just call it <gasps> refrigerated. Just have it like a guy opening all these different refrigerators with like women he knows dead in them. Yeah, and then at the end he just goes, "I still don't care." Yeah. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? You, you want to just talk about Drag Race real quick? We have a top two. <sighs> Not the yeah, top two okay. I wanted. Who did you want? Jessica Wild, baby. Yeah, I know. Je- I don't like Candy Muse. Yeah, I do. I Candy Muse. She's good. Is she just, shows up. She's good TV, but I don't want her to win anything. She's a little annoying. Yeah. She's just she's not my vibe. We'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, she's very Bronx. I like Jessica You're not Bronx. Wild. Jessica Wild. She's so fun. I thought Jessica like it should come down to Candy and Jimbo. Just from a Track record, although Candy didn't do that great. Jessica Wilde did just, just one win. Jessica Wilde did just as well as Candy Muse. Was Jessica was in the bottom more? Technically, but Candy sucks. <laughs> but Candy sucks. Can't argue with that. <gasps> I don't think that. Plus, Jessica Wilde's improv. Her improv in that so funny. pound cake thing was one of the funniest things ever. Candy's was so Bad. not 
improv. It was yeah. just nothing. Her improv in that was so funny. She likes the soft shells. Yeah. Anyway, I'm rooting for Jimbo. I think it's clearly come on, Jimbo. Jimbo. It's gotta be Jimbo. So the it'll be J- Jimbo's the one who showed up this season. And again, RuPaul is trying to equate drag with clowning to yeah. help people swallow the pill. And that's oh, this it. world. That's, that's it. it. That's it. We saw America's problems. <laughs> we did. So Hellfire, I think we still have like a few weeks before the Hellfire Gala. Yes. Yeah. All right. We need to do, have, have they, maybe we should collect all the pictures of the outfits and maybe and do, do um, uh, uh, <gasps> you know, a toot and boot. Let's do that. Um, have you seen Dazzlers? Oh, Russell looks Dodderman's. amazing. Looks great. Oh, what? Spoiler. That's a toot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for loistening. Um, we're going to be all over the fall of X when it finally happens. Um, in the meantime, we're just stumbling along until then. Um, very excited about Secret Invasion. If you are too, then stay here for your in-depth analysis. And remember, if you read comics... <gasps> what? Well, then that, my friends, makes you... Queer. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. Bye.